Uh, so, uh, let's see, episode session 18 happened uh, Tuesday night, uh, regularly planned as scheduled, but uh, I had trouble recording yesterday. I tried twice on the way to work, and one was a bit too rambly, even for me. The second one, I only got like two and a half seconds of audio, and then had kept on rambling for another 15 minutes before I realized that it wasn't recording anymore. So, anyway, this is a Thursday afternoon recapping from Tuesday night. The gang is uh, level 10, our, our fifth uh, edition NPC or PC party. Steve, our paladin, um, Pyres, our mage, and we've got Pizrin, our artificer, uh, all level 10, made their way back from Fandolin um, after dealing with the mess there. They, uh, I guess you would say they they cleaned up um, the Talos uh, issue that was going on at the Wayside Inn. They, when they got there, um, they met one of the town guard from Leylon who was struggling uh, to fight some of those uh, three, uh, I guess you'd say a trio of animated suits of armor uh, that Talos, one of the Talos cultists uh, had animated. So they were sort of like... Um, small air elementals wearing the suits of armor. I can't remember exactly what they were, but uh, they had a fight with them and um, made it through that storm onto the actual inn. And as described in the adventure, they see some, well, at first they mistake them for zombies or something, slow moving uh, bipedal humanoid creatures, uh, you know, at the doors that seem to be writhing up against them, and when they get close enough, they see that they're actually victims that have been pinned to the wooden doors with, uh, like, tridents jabbed through them. So they uh, dealt with that rather callously, um, at least in the description, the way it happened in the game. We had uh, Pizrin here using a spell to uh, stabilize all of them as he tore them off the, tore them down from the, uh, precarious position that they were all hanging in rather quick and dirty and then uh, Steve decided to ram the uh, smaller of the two sets of doors to, to you know bust break them in and having a most excellent strength check he got up a good head of steam and crashed through the door uh, of course which uh, triggered the explosive runes which were set just inside them so he didn't get a chance to avoid those. Uh, they just went off. So he had some damage to everybody to start off the encounter. Uh, then they started dealing with the cultists that were upstairs. Um, because there's also a, an animated statue uh, that had been recently brought to animation. Along with, uh, I think it's Tiga, the smith, is in the basement. And uh, they have a magical link that keeps her from dying as long as the statue is intact and her bracers are, are she's still wearing her bracers that are conducting the magical link between her and the statue. So uh, after I think three rounds of combat upstairs, the guard from Leylon, I, I do not recall her name off the top of my head, um, she went into the courtyard area to deal with the couple remaining cultists in there. Um, the bartender had been the leader of this group, had been dealt with rather quickly. Uh, I think at this point I'm going to have to do some more 
stringent beefing up of the NPCs and the challenges because uh, just adding some more hit points doesn't seem to really make it any more dangerous. So I'm going to have to have uh, them some some towards some sort of uh, spell effects or something that either give you the half damage with a successful save or something along those lines because it's really hard to hit them in combat. So even if you're targeting them with a spell or their saves are, are pretty decent at this point too. So you get a lot of, uh, even if it's a high DC, they haven't been failing too many saves. So they're sometimes, you know, some of the combats are, they're rolling uh, a little too easily. So either prolong them and just keep, if something is able to hit them, uh, because they do run into some pretty nasty offensive creatures now and again, uh, give them an, uh, I don't want to say artificial, because, you know, of course you still have maximum hit points you can go to, to, you know, raise the CR, but um, at this point I'm not as concerned with doing a CR challenge as I am making it a fight that doesn't last too long. Um, I also want to throw a little thrill their way, so I do like like it when somebody's able to lay a smackdown from a natural 20 or um, just gets a good hit in on one of the players. Uh, their strategies have been sound, so it's hard without sneaking around the side or something to get uh, in somebody to melee in combat with uh, Pyres because he tends to stay back behind this shield wall uh, and his compatriots, like I said earlier, have very high armor classes, uh, even at level 10, I don't really know how much farther they can go up, what with all the bounded accuracy and, you know, relative limitations to bonuses and things. So they're just going to have to be fighting tougher and tougher creatures to challenge them, you know, the, so that they can be hit. But anyway, they got down, down to the basement with uh, relative ease. They weren't hurt too bad, except, like I said, for the explosive runes that were set off. Those kind of hurt. Um, so they engage in combat downstairs, and I don't remember if it was an Arcana check or something that brought to their attention. I was repeating it uh, into the second round of combat, how there seemed to be some sort of electricity, or not necessarily a bolt, but something that was going crisscrossing or crossing over back and forth between the smith and the statue. You know, when they would hit one, you know, they would notice that it would flare up between the two. So at one point, uh, they decided to go for the bracers she was wearing and sort of recalling, uh, I think it was like an old called shot rule. We sort of went on the fly with using disadvantage uh, to actually attack the bracer. And Steve was up close to her, so he decided to try that. And his first attack uh, was a miss. And even with the disadvantage, his second attack, he was able to score um, a significant hit and did enough damage to break the bracer. So that broke the link, and at which point Tiga had already taken enough damage. She was only being sustained by the link, so she dropped when that happened. And they were able to concentrate on the statue. And uh, Really, it wasn't um, a big F a fight, except the statue had four attacks per round, being a four-armed uh, animated statue so it was just multi-attack swinging wildly it hit a couple times um, so it was fearsome and it definitely kept our mage at bay but uh, they had uh, finished that up and freed 
there were several people, I think four victims tied up, and one of them was the cook that they had met before, uh, having been there in a previous uh, stop by. They learned about the bard being uh, kidnapped and taken away. Uh, Marticia, the owner of the inn, Wayside Inn, the elf, I believe the elf or half elf, uh, had given them sort of a, a right to stay there uh, for you know, anytime they needed refuge for food, shelter, whatever, considering this is, uh, they had basically saved her life because she was on the chopping block for tonight, uh, at night as well. So they have an extended, uh, safe area. They've got Leylon, which once you're inside the city is pretty safe and Fandolin, which they cleared out or they had the issue with the Merkel followers and also the Talos followers and uh, at this point have erased that stain on the fine little hamlet of Fandolin and then have uh, started off using the lens that they recovered and the map which both used together give you a location uh, on the Thunder Cliffs to go and root out the next tier of evil in the area so that is what we are up to now and we will give it another report once they get to the Thunder Cliffs next week.